Sports, Love and Pain. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. You. And with us this week's special guest, Jake. Hello, everybody. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. I'm excited <laughs> to be on. Yeah, buddy. Our first our first official guest. How's it feel? It feels, uh, it's an honor. I, I feel fantastic about it. I'm glad I'm on. <laughs> love it. I fucking love it. So now we have, now we have, now we have another voice to just, just, pile on the fucking the the hatred and the and the tears and the blood on on this on this podcast and you know ironically ironically this week everybody all the the sentiment in philadelphia has completely changed it's fucking sunshine and rainbows now all of a sudden we they won they won a game against the worst literally the worst team in the nfl and you know suddenly there's a pathway to the fucking playoffs super bowl baby let's go Oh my God! <laughs> like how, how can you? Like, I, I, the sentiment uh, I, I told you guys on uh, in, a, in a text thread, I said uh-huh. the sentiment in Philly has already fucking completely done a 180, and now there's a pathway to the playoffs that people can see them winning nine or ten games. Listen, what does that say about Philadelphia? It's passionate. It's a roller coaster. It's up and down. What more could you want out of a city? It's it's incredible. It's, it's, it's definitely on brand with Philadelphia. <laughs> it is. Um, you know, you start looking at the schedule again. You're like, all right, yeah, we'll win this team. We'll, we'll win this game. We'll win this game. So, uh, yeah, I guess passion's uh-huh. one way to put it. Also mm-hmm. stupid. <laughs> it's, well, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> well, whatever. So listen, it is. It is stupid. Yeah, like I, you. Po- I posted. I posted um, like a little chart about like basically the Eagles' strength of schedule, and you know I drew a line like the, the most basic like childhood kindergarten line through the schedule, and literally everybody that that they've beaten so far is like the complete. They should have beaten them. Completely should have beaten them. So. I don't even know what we take from this weekend. I mean, well, okay, they beat the Lions. Like this is the same. This is if we learned anything from the Falcons game, it's it's that we don't get too crazy excited about one fucking game. It didn't have. I mean, first off, it didn't have nearly as much juice as the Falcons game, right? Because it was Week One and everyone was hyped to get that shit back going. Yeah, but, that's definitely true. Yeah. I feel like if you're if you're sitting at home and this is this is a tweet I had to find this because this thing cracks me the fuck up. The Eagles are winning the Super Bowl, getting the number one overall pick, and Nick Sirianni's getting fired. If that's not the most Philadelphia tweet you're ever gonna find out there, I don't know what is. It's an incredible tweet. <laughs> so so Sirianni, right? I mean, we gotta we gotta talk about Sirianni first because we've been fucking pounding him. Uh, and we've been piling on them, rightfully, rightfully so, because this team has looked inept. That the coaching has looked inept. Future it. Uh, but you know what? Something needs to be said, and credit needs to be given where credit is due. 
you know, uh, this Sirianni had them had them ready to go. The game plan was different. The game plan was <laughs> interesting. They had they they ran plays under center. They obviously ran the ball way more than ever. I mean, uh, that's obvious, you know. So so credit has to be given where credit is due. Yeah, it was uh, refreshing to see that Jalen Hurts didn't have the most carries for for a week, right? And there was there was actually three other running backs that had more carries. And if you look closely, you will see that Miles Sanders actually had more carries than Hurts this week. <laughs> what? Damn it, Kenny! Rest in peace. Damn it, Kenny! <laughs> that's that's uh, wild, bro. No, yeah. I know, I get. But listen, it's really impressive. It it is. I mean, we got to give credit where credit's due, and it's not something that's been, you know, uh, talked about because <clears throat> he's literally been terrible. But he he finally forty six times, and out of those seven runs for Hertz, now I mean, I can only think of two that were an option, right? Yeah, that's um, the fan base has been. You know, yearning for that type of game plan this all season long. Run the yeah. ball, run the ball, run the ball, and they and they were moving the ball. Well, he did the right thing. He didn't steer away from it. He didn't try to get cute and pass it. He just fucking ran it down their third. Sorry for cursing. I don't know if I can curse or not. Oh yeah, this, we, but um, yeah, just, definitely. He just ran, okay. He just ran it right because uh, you're you're talking about your work teams and stuff. Oh, no, no, it's um, good. But he 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 ran it right down their throats and he didn't relent. And it was a great thing to see. Keep it going. You know, when your offensive line is you know, dishing out the punishment, keep pounding. Well, if, if, if anything, if anything, I feel like this, this game kind of makes people pissed off even more because little, it's an NFL game. Like I understand it's the lines and like they suck or whatever, but all year, everybody's been crying out for him to unleash the, the offensive line and get a running game going because if nothing else that helps your your rookie essentially rookie quarterback and young yeah. team it helps them get some get get a footing and if there's ever yeah. a, you know a game that is the prime example it's this game it, i mean you're foolish if you don't think it helped hurts right i think hurts looked more comfortable i mean absolutely <laughs> absolutely I guess when you're only throwing it, you know, 14 times <laughs> for 103 yards, what are you supposed to do, right? You're going to look more comfortable because you're running the ball so much. But I just wanted to go back to what you said about the O-line. Like, this is the first time I would even say the Falcons game, I, I didn't hear anyone called on the O-line. I, I didn't think anyone played poorly. I don't think anyone played like the greatest game that's ever been played. They were cohesive. They were together. They played a great fucking game. And I think Nick picked up on that. Hence running it 46 times for 236 yards. Yeah. So, so Jake, you haven't, you haven't really had a voice on this podcast for as long as we have. I mean, you gotta be feeling, you gotta be feeling the similar way about, about Sirianni and about, about the team in general. I mean, as far as as far as not running the ball, as far as you know, yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh, you know, what Sanders was getting six carries a game. I mean, there was a lot of RPO and just some of this. It was a, a joke, you know, against the Panthers for a while, against the Raiders, that was horrible. And the offensive line got pushed around in that game. But you know, I give Sirianni Sirianni credit um, on Sunday because he recognized what was happening and stuck with it. He didn't try to, you know 
put his stamp on the game. He just took what the defense has given him, saw that they had an, uh, you know, an edge all with, with that offensive line, moving him around and just kept it going and kept it simple. And they dominated. And to your point, Dave, you know, yeah, you beat a shitty lions team, but like, dude, this is an NFL win. Wins a win. That's and right. You, not only, you not, and not only an NFL win, but it's also another another road win in yeah, the NFL. Like yeah, two of their, absolutely. they only have three wins. Two of them are on the road. Uh, I mean, that's pretty good. It's not. That's not terrible. They got something right. to hang their hat on a little bit. Guys, you cannot, you cannot lose to the zero and seven Lions, right? Like <laughs> you can't. No, lose I hear that. Game. I hear that. And that was, I mean, I think, and I, I'm going to say and this, they, and I don't mean it, but they, you know, it almost looked like he was coaching for his job. And we've already talked about this. Like, we don't think this will be, you know, I, I hope he's one and done, but um, he'll definitely be back next year. So it, it felt like he had something to prove. Yeah. The jury's just still out on him, I think, man. It, it's only been seven or eight games. What is it now? Seven or eight games? I mean, God, there's just, he hasn't looked good, but. He's had some games where he sprinkled in some that he looked okay. So I don't know. I, in my opinion, Jerry's still out, but yeah. well, and it's, it's the big thing. What we've been saying since I guess what week three, when we realized this team was not who we thought they were and we let them off the hook. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love that. I love that meat. That That's like one of my favorite fucking memes of all time. I lost my train of thoughts because I wanted to get that witty joke in. <laughs> All right, green man. <laughs> ah, forget what I was going to say. No, Go I mean on. they've only they've they played eight games. Normally, that's uh-huh. half of a season. I mean, yeah. if you're going to give them a grade halfway through the season, uh, C minus. <laughs> yeah, know? that's that's fair. Oh, I, I remember. I it was growth, and that's what you want to see. We've been saying this since you know week three for growth. And Kenny, you're Kenny growth. is that a flower joke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got some fertilizer, and we're going up, buddy. We're, we, you know, the roots are there. We're getting there. Yeah, oh, oh, so grow. this week was the miracle grow. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's. <laughs> that is a real thing, though. Like not the flower Scott's. thing. That, that was miracle weird. grow is a real thing. Listen. I said this to you guys. <laughs> this is why smart coaches don't say anything when they go up there, right? They're just mm-hmm. like, we have a game plan. We're going to run the ball, and we're not. We're not. We're going to get. We're going to take what the defense gives us, and we're going to do this. And there's Nick Sirianni over there talking about fucking growing a flower. <laughs> you can't. You you can't win. It's fodder to the fan base, into the sports media. You know, it just allows them to fucking eat that up. And yeah, make fun of it all. Uh, yeah, sometimes I feel bad for the coaches because they have to say something. Uh, he didn't. I mean, he. I, I don't even know if he really cares. But now the now the players are kind of running with it. You know, and I heard they, the other day they did like a three, two, one, two, three roots. You know, like they did. Like yeah, the fucking thing. yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. It is cool. But there's something to be said about that, right? So, so you you could say that he hasn't lost the locker room. Fair, if they're no, I don't if, think he's lost the locker room. No, I definitely. There's, there's there's some of that stirring around. So you could say that he hasn't lost their locker room if guys are, you know, yeah. buying in. And I'm, I, I mean, every week I feel like it's going to be something new, and I don't if know where having, I'm going to be. Yeah, if they're having fun with it like that, that's a good sign. It just is, you know, it shows that they're having some camaraderie with them, and you know, they're they're that they can bust his balls a little bit, and you know, have some fun with it. So, something else. I think something else thing. I noticed about uh, the game on Sunday. I noticed. Did you notice how loose he was on like before the game? He was like laughing and like yucking it up with the guys. Yeah. Like, that's different. He was. He's never been like that before. 
<laughs> Wait, are you saying he had a passionate visor on? <laughs> Throwback, passionate visor. Passionate visor has made a return. And I mean, yo, he was he was chill on the sideline. It didn't look. You just said he was coaching for his job. He didn't look like it. No, I I know, and I I meant that loose. No, but I'm just before. saying that's good, right? If yeah. if that's him under, if that's what he's like under pressure, sign me up. If that's what he's like, I mean, they played the fucking Lions. I'm just saying, like, if the if that's the way he handles pressure, I'm good with that. And the, the results showed themselves. And you're right. The camera showed him before the game. You know, he was going up to certain players, you know, hit him on the shoulder pads and like kind of, you know, laughing and getting like just you're right. Having a general loose sense of, you know, of presence. So. Exactly. Just and setting it, a and different it tone. Out. Yeah, definitely. Also, something else to be said about Sirianni before we move on. They only had two penalties for 15 yards. Ooh, Ooh. buddy. That's a fucking stat right there. Now, if that's not growth, I don't know what is. Their next lowest has to be at least like eight penalties in a game. I mean, they haven't been anything close to only two penalties a game this year. Yeah, so that's no, no, that's, that's actually def- a really good point. There's definitely something to be said about about that improvement. I mean, there there's there's lots of lots of improvement to to be had, um, and a game against oh, the Lions yeah. definitely helps you get that going yeah. obviously so good for them for taking advantage of the team that they that they should have that type of thing on i mean that's 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 what they're there for so good for them good for them for actually doing it now one player one player that i don't really know if he took advantage of that opportunity uh, was was jalen hurts i mean that's kind of a stretch dude I, I don't understand the QB rating. It, it it makes zero sense. How can you grade him at an eighty six? You want to go through? You want to go through the math? I mean, no, no not really. I just think it's stupid. <laughs> Cole Collinsworth and <laughs> yeah, you hear you have a guy here. <laughs> now, you, you see, see you got jail. a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like this kid. I know, um, I know. but he. Okay, he only had to throw it 14 times. He didn't have to do really anything this game. You know, Devontae Smith had two catches. You know, Jalen Rager. Did he ever come back in, Jalen Rager? No. Nah. He, God damn it. Don't bring his name up on this podcast. I, I, I brought up a, you know, negative vibes when I brought his name up. But I don't think Hurts had to do anything. He did exactly what he had to do. He fucking turned it around, handed the ball 46 times. That's a lot of rushes in the game, but that's good to see. It is good. It's awesome. It's, it's, all, it's awesome to see him running the ball like that. That's what we've been waiting for. But, and this isn't a game really to evaluate Jalen Hurts because it's he didn't there wasn't much opportunity for him. That's a fair right. point. That's a that's a fair point. It's true. It can't it's hard to it's hard to dog him uh when when the when the plays are going the way they are. I mean, he's not up there audibling to runs. Like you know, he's he's running yeah. the, whatever the play is called, that's what he's doing. Um you know, yeah. he had he had seven runs. Uh, I think two of those or no, four. I think four of those actually were scrambles. So he only had. So he had three designed runs, uh, three out of the seven. Um, you know, I, I, listen. If they, I don't care what they do. If they run the ball for two hundred yards, uh, you're going to probably win. You're going to win more than you lose if you run for two hundred yards. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, look at Kansas City last night. They were running. They were running. They were running. They they had that, and then they were just like, "Hey, we're going to throw the ball now for no apparent reason." So. 
if you have the hot hand and you're running it, it, it's a fair point. I guess you can't really look at Hertz and 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 call it a good game, bad game, because he wasn't needed. He wasn't the guy. He didn't need to be the guy. And yeah, you're absolutely. And Dave, you're right. Like when you're running the ball, I mean, that's like the basis of like the main baseline in football. Who can control the line of scrimmage and who can impose their will running the football? I mean, that's how like that's how you win football games, you know. And that's so just keep going, keep doing. Hundred percent, dude. And and listen, I don't I don't care. I know it's the NFL and whatever, but let me tell you something. If you're out there drive after drive and the offensive line is just fucking owning the shit out of your defensive line. <laughs> It takes a toll on everybody on that defense, man. It really does. Yeah, they start giving up. They start they start looking around, hands on the hips. Exactly. So <laughs> sucking wind. Sucking wind. Yeah, sucking wind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I hear that. I mean I I, I just uh-huh. I hate when I hate when the game when there's a game like this. Like especially mm-hmm. when when you're to, when you're trying to look at the quarterback position, you're trying to actually like you know, grade whether or not it was good or bad. I mean, oh, it's not a it's not a good game too. You you just <clears throat> excuse me. What you do is you, you you take this game and you crumple it into a ball and throw it the fuck away because it means nothing. <laughs> it's gonna skew. It's gonna skew your rushing numbers. It's gonna yeah. skew your fuck. Every single thing is skewed now, and everyone's gonna be like, "Well, look, they they ran it this many times, one fucking game." So uh, you need to see progression here. We need to know what happens next week where apparently the chargers are the, one of the worst teams in the NFL now, according to everyone. Well, I, I have some, I have some, uh, I have some, some numbers on the chargers, but we, we could talk about that, uh, you know, in a, in a minute, but um, yeah, I, I, you're fine. And Jake, like, like you said, man, I mean, this is not a game. This isn't really a game where you can, where I can, I can look at Hertz and, and be actually critical. So it's a good point. It's just hard to evaluate them in this game. Like, yeah. Um, and you're right. I mean, speaking of the Chargers, though, they, I don't know if you guys want to jump to them or not, but they do have that worst rush defense in the league right now. Um, so to piggyback on the Eagles running the football, they might con- try to continue to do that. But I'll be there. So, oh, well, well, that, mean, that means that that means that their rush defense is obviously worse now. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually going to be worse than Alabama's rush defense. So, no big deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think they need to run the ball forty fucking times next week. Even if they get nowhere, they have to do it. They just got to keep pounding the rock, pounding the rock. I, I, I always laugh when I hear announcers. They're like, "Well, you know, the reason that the Eagles are running so well is because they got fresh legs, man. Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, they haven't been playing." And it's just like they're fucking in the NFL. They've been playing, you know, how many years? Jordan Jordan Howard was a two-time thousand-yard rushing running back, mainstaying at you know Chicago. To be like, oh, he's fresh, is is a terrible take. <laughs> well, what is that even saying? Like, what? <laughs> Aren't they all fresh? They haven't sense. played a game for a week. What the fuck? I know exactly. Like. It, that's just a, like an announcer thing to say. Yeah, like, you're exactly right, Jake. Like, that's you know, that's a, like, that's an ism. That's a that's an announcer ism. Is. is exactly what that is. It, yeah, fine, but I literally <laughs> remember it like five times. Well, okay, you're you're, you're jumping the notes, Kenny. But you're right. The oh, sorry. The, the announcers um were, were were fucking grasping at straws, dude. Rager uh, goes down, and they're like, "Oh man, that's going to be a huge a huge hit to this team." And we're like, "What the fuck?" Hey, hey, have, Kenny you, have you watched any games? Oh, by the he, way, you watched it last week. 
Kenny Alberts, you're ashamed that Kenny's across the United States. Also, by the way, Kenny Alberts, fuck you. We're one and seven now, bitch. What a a line, though. When they said that, I literally, like, I gasped in my living room. I was like, (gasps) yeah. So for for those that don't know what the hell we're talking about right now, on the broadcast, um, Vilma threw out a stat multiple times in the game. And he's like, you know, kind of just so you know, the Eagles are zero and seven uh, when in games when you're calling it. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what Kenny Kenny said too? He was like, he's like, oh, they remind me. He's like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, the, the announcers were embarrassing. Uh, well, in a game, in a game, in a game where you're playing the the Eagles are playing the Lions. Like, what, what, who do you think you're gonna get? Oh, yeah, you're not getting fucking they're, they're, they're their F squad. Yeah, exactly. Has Kenny Albert just forever been like the D squad guy on like the Fox broadcasting team. Remember, he was with like Tony Saragusa and Daryl Johnson at one point. There was like Kenny Moose, <laughs> the Goose, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then now he's with John Vilma, who you know is another guy that he just like brought on. You know, <laughs> I never really liked Kenny Albert. His voice is like not. It's not. It doesn't it like lend itself to football. He's decent at hockey. But let me tell I you guess, something. But... He's no Gus. Well, I mean, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not hard to get ex- like to announce hockey, right? There's always something you can always have in play. You know, oh, I don't know if it's always... not hard, yeah, right. dude. It's the, the fucking puck moves so yeah. fast. Like I don't even know how they do it. Yeah, like like Jim Jackson is just nuts with it. But um, yeah, the excitement you're right is there. there. You're right, though. Yeah. But Gus Johnson, dude, when he does like those college football games, like I get texts all the time, man. Gus is the man. Like I'm like, he is the man, dude. He's like, he makes every game better. He makes every game better. You, yep. you feel like you're watching. Kenny Albert is not. You feel like you're watching the game with Gus Johnson <laughs> and Kenny Alberts. It's like you're like stepfather who doesn't watch football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, flashbacks to my real life. Oh. Um, <laughs> the stepdad compared. He looks like a stepfather. He does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fucking good, man. <clears throat> oh, shit. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, we're gonna <laughs> jump back to the game now because Kenny uh-huh. jumped us on the fucking announcers. God damn it, Kenny! It's uh, what I do. Um, it's what I do. Let's let's talk about the D a little bit. You're a rebel, Kenny. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about the day. Slay Slay's homecoming. Uh huh. It's my guy. Good. Slay is so fucking good, man. That that whole that whole two weeks, I think it was two weeks, was insane. To, it never, it still doesn't make any sense to me. The slandering of an all pro. <laughs> this is, I mean, it just lends itself to this is what we do in Philadelphia. You know, we we overreact to everything, and I'm guilty of it, just like the two of you are guilty of it. But we're not to that extreme. You know what I mean? I'm not. Uh, yeah, I don't usually over, I overreact maybe, but I don't overreact in like a slander way. I overreact yeah. in like a fan way. Yeah, yeah, like you're excited. Uh, or I yeah. really hate them. You know, like I'm either really like holy shit or I'm like wow, fuck these guys. Fuck this shit. I fucking hate them. You know what I mean? Like that's that's my overreaction. I'm not like going on Twitter telling Lane Johnson that he's that he's a fucking piece of shit, you know? Like <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that, these people are fucking idiots who do that stuff, man. They're like, I, I don't know what possesses them to do something like that. You know, like 
But well, what did get me with Darius Slay, though, is that Glenn Macnow tweet, who's supposed to be this respected member of WIP, does the morning show with uh, Ray Dittinger on the weekends, and like, thinks he's a super smart guy, and calls out Darius Slay, calls him Namdi and stuff. I'm like, and then and then Darius Slay comes back the next two weeks, like you said, Kenny, and just shoves it right this fucking bottle. Yeah. It was great to say. <laughs> <laughs> He did though. He did, and yeah, right? I'm like, listen, I, why, why, why? Of all people, of I, I, still, I said this before, and I'll say again. Why, of all fucking people on this team, why are we picking on on Slay? Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> because great question. They need something. They, they need fruit. something. It's they, low they hanging need, fruit. They need the clicks. It's they like need, the people need. on the Facebook fucking group that that one of that like think, think Embiid is is a weak minded. Uh, player or the guy who wants to trade Giroux because you know he showed up to uh, yeah. practice in a white t-shirt or you know, like this dumb shit I don't understand it's always the low hanging fruit it's the people that can't fucking you know form a thought <laughs> they just look for the easy yeah. they just look for the easy yeah. thing and Glenn usually doesn't do that but he did no he doesn't and he yeah he doesn't you're right he's he's Generally, I think one of the more smarter guys, but I think he's a little arrogant, but I'm not going to turn this into a, you know, stumping against Glenn Mack now, but like <laughs> he is, I think he is like more of a, on the smarter side of the Philly sports media well, for what? him to do that was a little surprising. He, but he's yeah. on my, he's on my, my burner Twitter now and I'm coming for him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> look out, I'm coming for him. I'm coming. I'm going to make him Glenn, cry. look out. Yeah. I watch out. Watch out, Glenn. I might tweet him right now. <laughs> yeah, so so First the Eagles listen. The Eagle the Eagles defense uh showed up and I mean how, they didn't really have to show up much. I I don't think because you know, it's the Lions and they're really bad. Like uh, they're really bad and it's mostly it's mostly to me watching that game. Obviously, I haven't watched much Lions this year, but watching that game What do you mean? That, that offensive line is really fucking bad. They have I mean, that one they have that spot. Is it Jake, where, that guy's from Oregon, right? The Sua, or where's he from? Yeah, Penn, that that left tackle. Yeah, Sewell. Yeah, Penn A. Sewell. Yeah, he's. I think he was like what third or fourth, just like top ten pick. I know that. Yeah, he'll 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 pan out. But you're right. The rest of that line is he will. Yeah, I Jared just mean uh, exactly. I just mean as a unit, they were. Uh, yeah. Wow. Like yeah, they mean, they were they were bad. Really I mean, bad. And the Eagles, the Eagles D line. I mean, that's that when the Eagles are winning games, their D line is running shit and when they lose games like against the Raiders where they're like nowhere to be found they get you know hey, Derek Carr only you know misses three passes you know they, you get five or six sacks five or six sacks you're you're setting the tone for the game you're making sweat looked good yeah he looked like the predator they had four sacks in the first half dude wow they did look good and you know they what look, else is wild about healthy. you know what else is wild about the first half too? Fucking Goff. Goff was 14 of 17. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. I I mean, I didn't know that. I'm I only know that cuz I'm looking at it, but I you know, I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like it. It didn't even feel like they got into the red zone at all. They didn't until they didn't until that bullshit touchdown. <laughs> they, wow. they had one red zone attempt. So it's like empty stat. Yeah, exactly. The only thing, the only thing that you and listen, this is like I'm looking for, I'm looking for something to complain about here. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah. The tight end, the tight end defense seems to be 
we got to be ranking a little low there, right? With our, our, de- our defense on tight ends. No. Well, I don't know, man, because if you, th- if you think back and I'll look it up while we're talking, but if you, but if you think back, mm-hmm. right. Um, they shut down some pretty, pretty stud uh, mm-hmm. tight ends. Go back and think about it. Like yeah, Pitts, Kittle, Kelsey, Kelsey. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Terry played that big game. Maybe golf. Maybe, maybe golf was just desperate to find anyone. That's why he targeted you know Hodgson eleven times. You know, so um, I mean they they're That's doing a, they're doing something right against against tight ends. That's a fair point too, Jake. Like if you look back at every stat, there's or every week there's one either it's a it, well I guess it's been a wide receiver right that's just been taking over a game right so. Who yeah. who's taking over the game for the Lions? It's the tight end. Yeah, Hawkinson because they don't have receivers. The receivers stink. No, they. A St. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're the fucking turd. Give me that. Give me some more of that. Yeah. <laughs> but and it's surprising though. Like how they shut down the tight ends because like the linebackers are it might be one of the weakest linebacking cores in the NFL, you know? Might be. <laughs> I, know, I think it is. Listen, if if you play for the Eagles and you play linebacker and you get benched eight weeks in, you should just retire. You you there's no purpose Fire. for you. You got to start looking to like the XFL, like hit up the rock and be like, yeah, you got a roster spot. <laughs> I'll drink, I'll drink your tequila if you let me play. Eagles are, <laughs> Eagles are fourth best, fourth best in the league against tight end. So this was the only game that they, they let out. That's good news. That's surprising. That is good news. That's good coaching by Gannon, I would think. Yeah. And you know what else is good too, Jake from Gannon? I mean, he, he actually, they played way more. They 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 brought pressure, you know. They switched it up yeah. on D. They you know yep. they they played a little loose, and I, I mean, obviously, I think that I think that they were they were smelling blood a little bit with with the Lions' offensive uh-huh. line and all that. You know, they had four sacks in the first well, half, right? Yeah. They, they watched the tape. It's not like they went in there blind and were like, "Oh, this, well, <laughs> oh shit, this might work." Well, maybe maybe <laughs> they, they at least Gannon watches the, the tape. Sirianni doesn't oh, watch the tape. Zinger. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to put money on it, I would bet Nick watched a little more tape. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> but no, but I mean, Dave, you're... You, you guys are right. I mean, it, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. what I saw from the coaching staff for the first time in eight weeks, remember I said every week, I say, put the check next to the opposing head coach. I would say for the first time all year, we can put the check next to the Eagles coach coaching staff yeah. and you know hopefully we can continue to do that throughout the year next week that's going to be a challenge that's a good coach that was a good coached game yes yeah yeah well, yeah and, wait right next week they think they have the chargers and brandon staley i mean the chargers are struggling a little bit but it's it's a way more capable nfl team that's coming to town next week you know they have a good quarterback, good, re- really dangerous receivers, good running back, pretty good line. Like it's going to be a tough game. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's it, the line is the line is the classic over exaggeration of a blowout of the Detroit Lions. 
Right, but why would why would why do you think that? I mean, I guess Vegas would bait people that to to feel that because the general person is going to be like, oh my god, the Eagles scored forty points last week. They're probably gonna they're probably mm-hmm. actually gonna like win the win against the Chargers. But anybody who knows football knows that. I mean, I know the Chargers have the you know the word on the street is like you said earlier the chargers are struggling and they're you know they're starting to fall down the rankings and blah 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 yeah, i don't know man i just feel i just feel like it's a little it's a little too too simple to to go that route for sure and you can't write off the chargers just yet after like two bad games i mean they lost to the ravens and the patriots who are both pretty good teams so like and the patriots are patriots are trending like like they like, are like, like they look pretty good even though two of their wins are against the Jets, but um, but they are looking better. <laughs> uh, I was just a Patriots I'll go, I'll go fuck myself. Let's go. Cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I was I was just coming with the Patriots because I still don't like the Patriots. But um, but the Chargers, you know, I, I do think it's like a bit of a overreaction on like the Chargers people thinking that they're bad. I don't know if they're like a Super Bowl contender, but they're a playoff team in my opinion. Listen, you can't you, you can't be a Super Bowl contender when you have the worst rushing defense in the NFL. Yeah, you, you're right. You, yep. you could be twentieth. I'd even let you be twenty second. But after that, mm-hmm. you're you're not a contender. You're you're right. They're a hundred percent a playoff team, especially with the way that division's kind of shaping up. Kansas City not as good as we all thought that. You know, after we yeah. won Denver, yeah. And who am I missing? Yeah, oh, the Raiders. Raiders. And who knows, Jersey man? The Raiders. Fuck yeah, the Raiders. Fuck, fuck the Raiders. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I'm on record. I'm on record t- telling everybody that that knew that the Kansas City Chiefs weren't going to be good this year. Yeah, in week fucking that- seven. Bullshit! I fucking said it preseason. Bring the receipts. If you uh, find me a receipt, I will. I will literally buy you, you guys. Lunch for you a guys month. told me that I was fucking stupid and that I was insane, and I told you that the Chiefs were not going to make the playoffs, and you said I was an idiot. We need to that see. That does set. not sound like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's, it's funny. It's funny. But no, I did. I really, I really did. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but um, disclaimer: He said that after week seven. Don't let no, him I did it. not. Bullshit. Bullshit. I, I, I hope I said it on the podcast. Back. I hope I said it on the podcast. You're gonna have to listen. That would be a hell of a call. An impressive that would call. Be a hell of a call. That's something that's a feather in your cap right there. I also, I also said last week, I also <laughs> said last week, I said, <laughs> I said the Chiefs, the Chiefs should not be giving anyone fucking 10 points. I don't care who it is. Dude, Would you not anymore? Uh, I'd give the Chiefs 10 points against the Texans. Maybe. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah. The, I, I, you got to do it against the Texans, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but cover. I know that's that's the thing. Like, eh, they don't cover. Whatever. This isn't a Chiefs podcast. I'm not trying to turn it that way. I'm just I'm just saying that you know the Chiefs aren't that good anymore. Like everybody needs to calm down on the Chiefs. I think everybody will now. It's Tom Brady's in the NFL. You know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen now, right? Like in a week or two, the Chiefs are going to like turn it on and start blowing everybody out, right? <laughs> it's got to happen. Well, at some point. I mean, you can't. They have they have one more turnover than they had. They have one more turnover than they had all year, last year. So wow, you're wow. not just gonna you can't turn that off. 
That's huge, <laughs> dude. Wow, you, that's that's a crazy number. Thank you. It's incredible, that's really. Cool. So, so this weekend, you know, the Eagles the Eagles take on the Chargers. the The Eagles are uh, home dogs. Kenny will be in attendance, and uh, the Eagles. Out. Kenny's Kenny Kenny Kenny's body will be in attendance. I'm not sure about his uh his mental status, but uh catching catching one and a half. Catching you gotta, you're a crazy person if you don't if you don't take the Chargers gambling wise. Like you know, I'm hopeful you will win that, but gambling everything suggests the Chargers. And when I say everything, I mean everything. How you feeling, Jake? Are Are you really gonna? I mean, Kenny, are you really going to go into that stadium with money on the Chargers? Yeah, I'm a fucking turncoat, bro. That's, that's just such a, it's such a, a win-win, juxtaposition to be in. I'm going to leave there yeah. if I lose money. Oh, Dude, well, if, it's, it's, won. if that line is that low, it's telling you something that it's just telling you something in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I like the, I like there the might not be a rhyme or reason to it. Yeah, dude, I, I stayed away from that Jets Bengals game because I, I, how the Jets went out right, I'll never know. But like, that was you know, it's a classic NFL ebb and flow game. Bengals coming off a high, off a big win, they're coming going to the Jets. Everyone thinks they're going to spank them, and lo and behold, it didn't happen. So, and you got this Eagles team that's still kind of like weird, and then you got this Chargers team who's thought people people thought were good, and now they're kind of like floundering a little bit. And now it's what is it one and a half? You said it. That's just a strange line. Yeah. Strange. Listen, if let me say this. If the Eagles run the ball 46 times against the Chargers, they win that game. Seriously. Mm. They, Listen, if, hold on a second. But the devil's advocate 30 times. The devil's yeah. advocate to that, Kenny, is that if they're in a game where where it's tight, they're not going to run the ball 46 times. And you know that. <sighs> yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> Sir, Sirianni is going to revert back to, you know, this like, you know, little RPO and Fucking twerp. You know, well, hey, at least Rieger at least, out of uh, and touches the ball. At least Jalen Hurts is like ninety-eight percent completions on his second read. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, pro pro focus football. Well, what, what is that stat? It's so stupid. They can't. They don't know what the first read is. It's impossible to know that. Do you think they just? Do you think That's they just told some intern? Come up with, yo, come up with some new like, stats, bro. Too much time on their hand. <laughs> Dave, you want to explain that for anyone that doesn't know what we're yeah, talking so, about? Yeah, uh, so there's a, there's a graphic going around. Uh, it actually was circulating a lot today uh, that was basically – it was showing the quarterback, the quarterback uh, efficiency on uh, not first read. So beyond, so beyond the first read um, – you know the the quarterback efficiency or completion percentage, I think, is what the actual stat was. Um, mm-hmm. Beyond beyond the first read, and I think Tom Brady was ranked number one, and I think uh, J- I think Jalen Hurts was number two. It's it's Brady, Hurts, Stafford, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, and then the worst in the league is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, so Jalen Hurts is elite. It's that simple. <laughs> off, of, off of this, off of this graphic, they're saying that Trevor Lawrence is thirty-one with forty-six percent, and that Patrick Mahomes is at thirty percent. Pretty crazy. This is the worst graphic I've ever seen. Well, isn't that isn't that isn't that kind of bad? 
Isn't it bad that, that your first read's not? I mean, it's not a it's not a knock on you, right? Like it's a knock on the wide receivers, I guess. I, it's a weird stat. It doesn't it tell you a story. Here. Yeah, it, it, it's just like a. It's kind of it's it's essentially a useless stat. I mean, like what's what's what are they trying to say? No, it's like a, I don't know. It's almost like an agenda stat. Yeah, for 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 never mind. Don't fucking ESP, son of a bitch. Well, you know how you know how it is. Like when you go into an argument, like when you and you try to like build your case with stats before you yeah, go into right. the argument. That's almost what yeah. that stat. That's almost what that stat is. It just. I'm just. All I'm saying is it should not be circulating. <laughs> that's not. That's not a stat. And you know what? You're right. Someone I know. Someone down the road is going to throw that stat in our faces, and we're just going to be like, "Oh God, you're one of them." <laughs> Like, yeah, kind of just dismiss it, you know, be like, all right, whatever, trash it. So, you know, listen, the Baxter, the something else, something else that should be said before we move on from this is that mm-hmm. the the Chargers, the Chargers uh, schedule was actually really tough uh, over the first, you know, the front end of their schedule. Um, mm-hmm. So they have some wins that the Eagles don't have, like. They lost to Dallas by three. They beat they Kansas City. They, they should have won that game. They should have won that game. They should have won the Dallas game. Too. They beat Kansas City. They yep. beat the, they beat the Raiders. They beat the they beat uh, the the Browns when the Browns were you know looking pretty good. They lost they to the Ravens. Healthy. They lost to the Ravens, yeah. which is a game you would expect them to lose most likely. Their bye was week yep. seven, and then and then they yep. had a pretty. I would say an even a team that's probably equal to them is the Patriots, uh-huh. and they lost to them by three. So Herbert threw two picks. Exactly. So if you look at their if you look at their schedule, similar to the chart that I showed on the Eagles, if you look at their the the Chargers chart, they're gonna win. They're gonna win this game against the Eagles. I go ahead, Kenny. I just like. Uh, I I know that like what we know from watching sports all these years, and I'm just gonna keep talking about the Bengals and Jets game because I really wanted to bet that one, and I'm glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I I just don't know how the Chargers don't come in here and and annihilate the Eagles. And I know I shouldn't say that. I I get it. Like I should have some faith, but I just don't. They're coming off of two straight losses, right? Close ones, tough ones. They're gonna be pissed off. They're coming across, you know. That East Coast West Coast thing, I don't necessarily buy all the time. I, I like that. <laughs> the East Coast West Coast thing, I always that's always a talking point too. Like, oh, they're coming across the country. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wonder how many times they bring it up on the fucking broadcast this weekend. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> on the pregame shows, fucking Boomer Esiason. <laughs> fucking Boomer Esiason. Oh, oh. Um, no, but not to like, yeah, make too many jokes about it, but. <laughs> I don't know, but the Eagles are a team. Uh, there's there's a lot of teams in the NFL where like I just think that it's just hard to determine if they're good or not yet. And I think Chargers and the Eagles both fall in that category. You're right. You're right. The, I, th- the only- I, think, I think the Eagles are sorry. I think the Eagles are more on the bad team category, and the Chargers are probably a little bit more on the good team category. But just overall, there's a lot of teams that are still just finding their way. Sorry, go ahead. Dude. The only thing I the only thing I was going to say back to that is that the Chargers actually mm-hmm. have a couple wins that they can actually hang yeah, their hat on, whereas the Eagles they do. You know, the Eagles' wins were uh, kind of soft, to be honest, and and they beat Carolina without McCaffrey. I mean, Atlanta. 
that the and the Atlanta game again. I've said this. And I think you would agree with me. Like that whole game was kind of scripted, right? They've had three. They didn't even they didn't even play preseason, right? The Eagles just kind of trotted out the team, so they were preparing for Atlanta for a month, a month and a half. Yeah. That whole game was just that was by the book textbook. It didn't really prove anything. And you're right. Crumble up the Panthers game, crumble up the lions game and look <laughs> at the losses because those are the, those are the real, that's the real Eagles team. And if you're going to sit here and say the other way, I, I might have to have your head examined because it's just not what's happening here. It's, it's, it's a team that, okay. Yeah. Maybe are they good? I don't think so, but you're right. We don't know that quite yet. But what yeah. I see is a team that is on the wrong side of, um, you know, the stat sheets constantly, and they're just not, they're going to lose. And I'm not saying this yeah. week, they're going to lose more games than they're going to win. But Dave's right. And he's been saying this for weeks where he's like, the Eagles are going to lose games. They shouldn't lose. And they're going to win games. They shouldn't win. And that's, that's typical of the NFL and yeah. you know what the Eagles have been doing since the Super Bowl. But they're a bad fucking team. Let's not get this. Let's not get this script switched yet. You know what I mean? If you beat the Chargers, you might have me starting to come back a little bit. So, so let's just do this real quick before we move on from the Eagles and we move to uh, college. Um, they have five games left before the bye, right? Wow, five games left before the bye. You got the Chargers, and I'm going to give you guys each chance to 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 tell me what you think, and I'm going to tell you what I think too. Chargers uh, at Denver, home against New Orleans, at the Giants, and at the Jets. Okay, so so those are the five games. I'm going to mm-hmm. say I'm going to say that they go that they that they lose they lose this weekend. They beat Denver, they lose to New Orleans, and then they beat the Giants and the Jets. <sighs> That's that's crazy. So I got them. I got them three and two in the next five. I think they go. I I don't. I don't hate it. I think they lose this week. Win at Denver. Lose at home to the Saints. Lose to the Giants, and then they beat the Jets. I think they're going to go two and three in that stretch. Okay. That's all. (laughs) That's my prediction. Kenny, what do you think, Kenny? I mean, they're not beating the Saints. They're not beating the Chargers, right? Denver, you could flip a coin. Denver stinks. I know they stink, and I'm not saying they don't. But this is just like they're going out to Denver. Yeah. Here's the, the one thing. Here's the one thing I'll say, Kenny, before you finish yours. The uh, the one thing that I will say about the Saints, every, we're all kind of like, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Uh, they did lose. Listen, they play the Saints after the Saints play uh, the Titans the week before, and the week after mm-hmm. the Eagles they play Buffalo. You know what we call that mm-hmm. on this podcast? So that's that's a trap. That's a motherfucking trap game. Let's go. <laughs> so so with that with that knowledge in mind, Kenny, what do you think? Next five games. That's the definition of a trap game. One and four. One nice. and four. Like Are you being it. serious? I'm being, I, I want to troll and I do really badly. And the only thing you did with that Saints game was remind me that Winston's hurt. So I forgot that he got hurt. Me too. But you know what? Is it, is it Trevor? How you say it? Simeon. Simeon? Simeon? Yeah. I was listening today on the NFL network or the NFL live. And they're like, he's a, he's a good quarterback as far as like accuracy and um, like driving the ball. So that's what the saints, you know, they, that's what they do. They, they want an accurate 
quarterback who gets the ball around, you know, to their, their players. And then they let the defense do the talking. So, yeah. And Sean Payton's a good coach, man. He, he can, yeah, he can, he's really, he's really, he can scrounge that's, up definitely an offense. An, that's definitely an ax factor for sure. Yeah, it is. Definitely, Listen, definitely, I, I think they can lose to the giants. I really do. That's where oh, my, I think so too. That's so I think the win is the jets. And I think Denver, you could you could slide over to the win, but I wouldn't be shocked if they lost it. That's why I'm yeah, kind of at this like one game. one and four. Yeah. So you're seriously going one and four? I am. <laughs> Kenny, Negadelphia. Kenny's got him three and eight at the bye. He's re- he's already looking at his mocks. His his, his mocks <laughs> ready for April. Kenny's in tank mode. So 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 listen. So let's let's so let's keep going. I guess because if if they're three and eight at the bye, if that if that actually happens, what's the conversation like in this town? Oh God, I don't even want to listen to. They want Roundup on those flowers. <laughs> oh my God, uh, three and eight. It's I gonna can't... be a miserable conversation. Seriously, Jake. Like listen. I... Yeah. I'm not crazy here. This team is not good enough to just go, okay, well, they can beat the Redskins twice and they can beat the Giants twice. That's not fucking happening. So that's it's a one in one, you know, automatic switch for me. They're getting there unless the Cowboys already, which they should have the division, that game might be a win because although Cooper Rush looks pretty decent, he's like Carson Wentz's ugly twin brother. Did you look at that? Yeah, he's not bad. <laughs> I, I didn't watch that game, but the Cowboys, if there's, I don't know how on, if there's any chance on earth that they lose this division. I mean, like, I don't know how they could possibly no, lose it. No, you, you <laughs> don't. Nah. If that happens, somebody needs to fucking get fired. I don't know who, but yeah, that's, that's, right. that just Jerry can't happen. <laughs> All right. Well, we move on from the birds. We'll talk about them next week. Um, Kenny will be Kenny will have some kind of eyewitness account of the game. Who knows how much of it he'll actually remember? Probably have to look back and watch it on highlights or something. But um, you know, Kenny, what's your, <laughs> are you drink, are you drinking for the game, Kenny? Or are you just gonna yeah? Do you, do you I normally roll game plan. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jason, I'll meet up with Jason at like uh-huh. seven thirty in Lansdale, and we'll drive down, and then I'll pop an edible as soon as I touch the tailgate. <laughs> I got you. And then I, I will, you. I will drink as much Tito's as my body will allow, and then. Oh yeah, so you're so not yeah. gonna really remember too much. Yeah. No, dude, Kenny, that the- game starts at four, dude. Oh, is it a late game? Yeah, it's gonna be a long <laughs> yeah, day right, for you. It. <laughs> That's a wrap. Oh my God. So I'll meet Jason at six 30 in the morning. <laughs> you said, when you, said I, you guys are meeting at seven. I was like, Oh my God, you're going to be fucking bombed, dude. There's no chance. Dude. We did that for the Christmas, the Christmas day game against the Raiders, man. We got down there at like fucking 10 AM. They wouldn't let us in. We were just drinking in the side of the parking lot. Holy Don't shit. remember anything, but I normally do pretty good. I'll, yeah. I'll be all right. I'll try to He'll remember, right. you know, He'll be all right. He'll make it. All right, so so now we have to move on to the uh, to the you know the funeral part of the of the podcast mm. where we where we talk about those the the, the old Penn State Nittany Lions. Kenny's got his black on. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny's got his black on. Really. Man, I'll tell you what, they didn't go without a fight though, at least. No, it was it was nice to see, but the whole time the, the, the whole time I'm watching that game, I'm just I'm just like they're just not good enough to beat them. 
No matter what, no matter what mistakes Ohio State makes, no matter what, no matter what Penn State actually achieves, Ohio State is going to win. Ohio State is going to beat them because they have more talent, and Ohio State's just better. Is this this might be a crazy thing I'm about to say, and you guys can attack me all you want. Is Ohio State top three in the country? Like, I mean, like probably consistently over the last yeah. 20, 20, 25 years. I mean, it's, it's Bama, first, Ohio state. And I don't even know who number three could possibly be. Clemson has been, I mean, besides this year, Clemson has been really good. Georgia has definitely catapulted Georgia. themselves into yeah. like, if you look at the recruiting classes, the last like five years, I mean, Georgia has had top five recruiting classes every single year, Ohio state, ever since urban Meyer got there, their recruiting has just been through the roof and Brian days continuing that. I don't know. I was, I was encouraged with Penn state. Their defense did slow that team down. They slowed them down. That's the best you can do against Ohio state because with they have no, two yeah. first round draft picks, a great running back, great offensive line, but they did, they slowed them down. They played tough, but like they just Clifford and James Franklin just couldn't come up with enough creativity on offense to, to move the ball consistently. And you, you still uh, fire James Franklin. Dave. Me? Yeah. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. You should be. I get it. Yeah, uh, I'm done. I, I can't. I, what he did, what they did, what they did the week before the Ohio State game was egregious, and, I, and there's nothing to come back yeah. from it. I mean, you can't. Yeah. You can't start him in that game. I and and the fact that you don't have someone else prepared to play in that game is is even probably more egregious he to me. Gives them the best shot to win the game, right? That's the argument that James Franklin is going to come out and say. Yeah, that's a bad argument. Okay, and but it, my it, sh- it shouldn't be that way though. It shouldn't be that way. You should. This is this is Division One football. You're top. You're, you're top ten. Big ten. Or top fifteen. You're in the, whatever you're in the you big be. ten. Yeah, your backup quarterback can't come in and shit the bed like he did against Iowa. He just can't. Well, you have to be better prepared. You have to be more talented. You have to be capable to step on the field and start producing. You can't just be looking like a fucking. Backup high school JV kid that's shook by the bright lights, man. I'm sorry, that's, and and that's and, that's, and that and that that lends its hand to, to coaching. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, is he not getting reps in practice? Like, I mean, like, yeah. we, like Clifford's Clifford's what a senior. Like, yeah. It's not like yeah. he procedure. It's it's not like he doesn't know how to play quarterback. I mean, you could definitely say, hey, we're going to give this guy a little bit more reps because we don't know if you're going to get hurt. But my thing that I'm going to say is. How does he go from looking like Clifford, looking hurt and not in a good way in Illinois, to he's a hundred percent ready against Ohio State? How uh, it was a week, and he got beat up in that game. It's there's there's no suggesting that he had an easy game against Illinois. So what the hell happened in six days, seven days? Like what? <laughs> What happened where he wasn't a hundred percent against Illinois? He goes out, plays Illinois, gets beat up. Has a, I mean, he, it wasn't his fault, really. You know what I mean? He was hurt, right? But then, how can they yeah. go on Sunday and be like, Clifford's going to be a hundred percent ready to go? And he looked like he was Clifford again. So I'm very confused by that. And you know, you can you can say quarter zone shots. You can say whatever you want to say. It just doesn't line up to me. It's just very weird to me. That whole. That whole going from like injured to he's a hundred percent one day after a game where he got beat up. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. But I all I know is that when I was watching that game, you know, I saw Clifford. I saw the the normal Clifford. Like he's he's running the ball. He was running he's the not, ball. He's not afraid to run the yeah, ball. He looks pretty good. Yeah, he's driving. He's driving passes. Like, listen, is Clifford the best quarterback in the country? No, but he's top ten. Like I said before, he's a top ten quarterback in the country, and it, it, it's it sucks that that they they let they let us down in two different ways. Um, Franklin specifically let us mm. down in the running game. The fact that you don't have a running game in in the first of all in the Big Ten, and second of all, yeah. you're a top ten team in the country. You're telling me right. that you can't run the ball. That's a that's offensive. What happened it to it's, what happened it's, to Noah Kane? He was supposed to be the fucking you know. No um, they, they, I mean, I, I get Ohio State has. You know, beast up front, but you still got to try to establish a ride. But I think going back to your point, Dave, that Illinois game, you can't lose that game. You just can't. No. You, you, you can't you lose can't that game. You can't lose that Iowa game. No. You, they should have lost. They're a better team than Iowa. They would have won that game. with. Uh, yeah, they would have won that they game. And, and going, listen, you get, Franklin gets a little bit more of a pass going into the Iowa game because, listen, are these all these teams giving their backup quarterback a lot of reps in practice? No. So that's the game where, Fra- that's the game where Clifford went out. So you, you bring the kid in, he struggles, fine. But then the next week, you, 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 he gets every fucking first team rep. He, you, you give him yeah, a game plan. Right. You game plan around Maybe. him. You rest the fucking good, good quarterback that you have. You get through the the easier team to beat, and then you bring yeah. out Clifford against Ohio State a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. It's a, agree. it's a horrendous it's a horrendous thought process. Like it's horrible, and it's not. I can't. I can't forgive it. It's the one. Like I. I, I can't. I just can't. Right, fuck I don't blame you. And the, their season is, you know, I mean, I don't want to say it's over. They're going to play. They're going to battle yeah. for, you know, a decent bowl game and stuff. And they, they still have a good defense, but three losses, man. Three losses is three losses. It sucks. They're a good three loss team. They really are. But yeah. you, uh, they shouldn't be three losses. They shouldn't be at that number right now. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. Since, since 2006, Penn State, Ohio State, obviously, has played every year, right? Penn State <laughs> has won three of those games, mm. and Penn State was ranked higher than Ohio State in two of the three of those. So in 08, they beat them. Penn State was number three. Ohio State was 10. So that's that's a pretty decent win. The 2011, that. Penn State was 21st. Ohio State was unranked. Mm. And then obviously the sanctions. Yes, it was. Good call. Yeah, yeah. It was right after the 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 sanctions. The and then shit. Yeah. No one can forget about the 2016 win. You know they were unranked and they beat number two Ohio State on the you know the block field goal. But yeah, dude, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's it's Ohio State's a you know they're they're a big boy program. They're a yeah, top four I, program in the country. It's, it's hard to hard, beat them. Yeah, I mean it's hard to go back. Like you could if you do that right now and you go ahead and look up, um, you know, look up uh, Florida, <laughs> you know, or yeah. you know, look up anybody who plays Alabama. That's going to be the same fucking yeah. thing because no, I, I know Alabama. that. Yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm just simply saying. And then uh, I forgot this one: the 2017 when Penn State was up like 28 points and then they ended up losing by one. Um, yeah, that was bad. All I'm saying is, is that like, it's, 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 you're right. When you, you started this off and you said, 
they weren't going to beat Ohio State. They haven't beat them, and and the stats are what they are. You know what I mean? It's just it's a fact. You know what yep. I mean? And, and granted, Ohio State since two thousand six. I mean, have they not not been ranked number one? You know what I mean? In that span, I mean, they've hit number one at least once in the year during that time. That's crazy impressive. Right. Well, I think that's really what it's all about, right? It's 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 almost not about Penn State not being good. It's almost more about Ohio State just being impressive. And and that's and that's because uh, the big the Big Ten the Big Ten fucked themselves by going, oh, we need Ohio State, we need Penn State, we need Michigan, we need Michigan State in one division, and we're just gonna let Iowa do whatever they want over on the right side and just win that fucking division every year. And Wisconsin, yeah, and um, I mean. Well, Wisconsin's got a good defense, but they're all Ohio State. Terrible. The Ohio State's program has just elevated themselves, and teams just—they're just still trying to catch up to them. It's just, and Penn State's close, but they're still trying, and that's where they're at. Disappointing. But yeah. again, and this is the whole thing that I've been saying week after week, and Dave's sick of me saying it is they lose those stupid fucking shitty games that they shouldn't lose. And you know, they're going to lose to Ohio state. So you have to win the, you have to win out after you lose to Ohio state. Even if you haven't played Ohio state yet, you have to win yeah. out. So, so you're right. Losing, Franklin. Yeah. A hundred percent. And losing to Iowa was unpredictable. They would have won that game if Clifford played the whole time. But you know, at that point, if you beat Illinois, the, the Ohio state game matters so much more not that it didn't matter, but you get my drift. So it's just, yeah. I don't know, man. It's constant pain. It really is every time. And it sucks because I really do like college football. But once yeah. your team's out of it for me, it's just like, it's I tough. Know. It does. It, it starts where, and then, you know, the normal teams rise to the top again, you know, and you see these the same programs up there again, you know. But hey, Notre Dame has one loss. So they're still hanging around. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> even though, even though they the cream rises to the top. I think Penn State's better than Notre Dame this year. And, Notre Dame just had a shit schedule. I was going to say Notre Dame, Jake, just, Notre, Dame Notre, Dame, Notre Dame fucking sh- shafted themselves with this that schedule. I mean, oh my god. Uh, bad. It's there are two toughest games are Wisconsin and Cincinnati. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, and they're one and bad. one in those games. <laughs> yeah. And they they look like crap against Cincy. That's why they're getting those rankings came out and like they're 10th with like one loss. Like they're just getting dis- I shouldn't say they're getting disrespected, they're getting properly respected cuz they're just not that good and it's well, I mean, but you can you can pick apart this ranking all you want. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Fucking Cincinnati shouldn't even be in the top thirteen. <sighs> I don't know they're about that. Going, they're a bad program. I'm telling you, up there. I don't know if they're bad. They're not bad. Okay, yeah, what winning, win has been winning counts? Winning yeah, counts. You're right. They won, you're right. They won at Notre Dame and they beat. I guess Indiana at Indiana, which isn't all that impressive. I guess at Notre Dame is that's somewhat impressive. No, oh, yeah, because the name it has nothing to do with what they're doing this year. Listen, I just think I think Cincinnati is a fraud, and if they get in, whoever they play is just gonna roll them. Probably. I'm I'm rarely wrong, Jake. When you when you start to believe in <laughs> Penny, you'll learn. I refuse to. Do that and to follow that creed. There's no fucking way I do that. <laughs> so yeah, college football is pretty much dead. I mean, we're, I still I yeah. still hang because I like it. I like college yeah. football. I like betting on college football. Um, yeah, but it's 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 hard to it's all. 
I mean, we're all busy, right? So it's hard to just be like, all right, I'm going to like, when I have a team and I can like be like, all right, well, I want to sit and watch yeah, this. Like now it's like, oh, if we have a family party, we're just, you know what I mean? Or we want to, Chrissy wants to go do something. Yeah, it's background. It's background noise yeah. now. It yeah. is. Yep. Yep. You're not, you're not as committed. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't think anyone can blame you on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit down on a, on, a, on every Saturday and you know be like, oh, I'm watching football from t- twelve to twelve. You know, like uh, it's once yeah. you know once your squad is 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 out. I mean, I I obviously pay more attention to it than probably most people, but um, yeah, especially around here. Speaking of college football, I have a crazy parlay that I put in tonight. It, it was a money line parlay. I took Ohio and Eastern Michigan on the money line, both of them. And they're both, they're both winning, both Maxions, and they're and they're both winning. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, start. midweek, midweek uh, juice, baby. Let's go. That's right. Let's go. Let's go. We're not even at midweek. It's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fucking problem, man. Whatever. Uh, so we move on from from college football. Fuck, fuck James Franklin. Um, Let's move on to uh, the orange and black. Wait, wait, wait. My prediction is Franklin leaves USA, and yeah, and and which is insane. But okay. you know, maybe so, if you can recruit. So your recruit your, your prediction is that he leaves Penn State, goes to USC. Is that what you said? Yes, that's my that's my guess. And if that happens, USC will win the Pac-10 within the next two years. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Ooh, man, juicy takes here. Bank, juicy takes. Bank it because uh, because it will. It's Oregon's gonna happen. Gonna, but we don't get we don't have to get too far into that. But I think Oregon's still a strong program. But I agree. I Actually, agree. and and so is UCLA. I know I know how much Kenny hates Chip, but you know. <laughs> Speaking of which, Deshaun Jackson got waived today. Well, so Chip was right. He could wave yeah, bye to his career. Right. He can wave bye to his career. He waved point. goodbye to his career when he alligator armed that game, that fucking that pass last weekend. Yeah, dude, Sean, hang it up, dude, hang it up. He, he hang your fragile bones up and get the fuck out. <laughs> I know before you injure yourself. <laughs> Seriously, all right, orange and we black. Talking, yeah, let's be talking hockey here. Orange and black. We're going sticks. hockey. We're going hockey. Big win tonight. Flyers. Flyers had a fantastic. Canadian road trip. We we were we were talking about it last week, and we were like, "Oh fuck, here we go." Mm-hmm. Canada road trip, three games away. Right. You know, all late. You know, it's the it's the East Coast to the West Coast. You know, that plane trip uh, really does drag uh, on your body. Yeah, well, they said fuck Absolutely. that. They went they went two and one, and they actually looked pretty fucking impressive in those first two games. Now, obviously, the third one was an egg, but those first two mm. games they were impressive. Hey, listen, if they. <laughs> Back to backs are tough in hockey. I mean, everyone knows that. Uh, yeah. And Calgary, this isn't Calgary. This isn't your mama's Calgary. They're 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 a good they're a good team. I think Canada has turned this like uh, they've been bad, right? Like most of the teams in Canada the last few they years, been. they haven't won but, a Stanley Cup since like what ninety like ninety two or something like that. But yeah, you're right, they have been pretty hard. bad recently. But but I do think, dude, like Vancouver's good, Edmonton's good. Oh yeah. Calgary's good. Toronto's good again. Yeah. The Jets are always there. The only team that I can, there's like the, the Canadians Ottawa. or whatever. And yeah, Ottawa. Ottawa stinks. Um, but 
That Edmonton game was uh, pretty lit, man. Just like the like the pace of it, the entertainment factor of it. Like it was a really entertaining game. Atkinson, two goals. You know, that's that's he's been that's a great been acquisition for them. A major pickup, considering Voracek still hasn't. I'm pretty sure he hasn't done anything like at all. It's so, tough that he's still on this roster, Voracek. I don't think. What do you think? What did you say? Like Voracek just being on this team and like, no, they it's, traded it's, him for Atkinson. Oh shoot, you're right. What am I? What am I saying? Okay, you're go good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. I'm do, I'm loading that. in. Um, I'm loading in Voracek's stats. So he has eight games okay. played and seven assists. So he's not. He's not doing anything. No, that's typical stats for him. Yeah, and it's and I I said this. When this happened, like it was going to be a big deal to to get a goal scorer that they got in Cam, and and he's a pure goal scorer. So I don't listen. Assists are what assists are, and anyone can get a secondary yeah. assist. It's it's not difficult, right? The the throw up yeah. how many assists, but I to have a goal scorer and to have goal scorer after goal scorer on the team so far. Now listen, they beat Arizona tonight. Arizona's zero and nine and one. They are really bad, dude. They're bad. So this and bad. And the Flyers, they they looked a little rough in those first two periods. They finally got it going with like a Coots goal. Giroux had an empty netter. And um, was it two nothing? Two nothing final. Then now they hit three nothing. I forget who the other guy was. Give me a second. Hey, took care of business. Took care of what they had to do. Exactly. But. and this is what we say all the time. These are these games that the Flyers just generally lose, you know, like silly games. Yeah. It's nice to like, you know, I, I didn't think they were going to win against Calgary, right? Back to backs, yeah. Canadian teams. That, that was going to be no a tough game. Yeah. No, absolutely not. So it's good to see them bounce back, you know, and, and then get the win today. Carter Hart got a 29 save shutout. That's, that's fucking good huge. For it doesn't matter. If He's you're the better. worst team in the NHL or the best team, 30 shot or 29 shots is still a lot of shots. You know, I don't know how many of them were, you know, high quality shots or whatever, but still right, shut out right. on an NHL team. I fucking signed me up for that. A lot and had the other goal. So you can uh, empty net Giroux and nice. Giroux with, already, already with five, dude. Who? Giroux already has five. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. He's, he, um, he has a point per game, except for the Calgary One game. game yep. There's no, I mean, listen, the production again out of Giroux is what they've needed the last couple of years, and they haven't gotten it. And that, right. that's on Giroux if he's healthy or hurt. But pieces are starting to come together. Listen, they're they're five two and one. They don't have Hayes, right? Mm-hmm. He's still hurt. He'll be back in six days, seven days. I don't know the the total number, but he'll mm-hmm. be back mid November, and dude, they're getting production down the board. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I really am. And I do this every year and you'll, you'll learn this, but they look better. I think you should be excited. Uh, the roster makes a lot more sense. They cut out the fat, you know, Nolan Patrick and Voracek being gone. Nolan Patrick just wasn't working out here. Uh, they're, I was going to say Carter Hart's looking better. Um, you can tweet at Jason Martinez. If you want to find out more about him as well <laughs> in the barn, go ahead, Dave. Yeah. In the barn, down at the barn, he'll, he'll be standing on his box interviewing, uh, 
<laughs> standing on his box. Interviewing <laughs> Coots. In the, the box of souvenir cups. <laughs> <laughs> the souvenir cups. Oh my God. David, what do you think? Do you think this roster makes more sense for I this? Lo- uh, with I the love this team. With Ryan Ellis and, I love this yeah. team. I love, I love watching them. The way the way that this team plays now, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me, like how different how different a couple guys. You know, you retool you retool a couple guys, and obviously they they made some pretty big changes, like Voracek and Patrick. Those are pretty big changes, and yeah, um, they are. I, I like guys, it. I'm on board, man. I'm I'm into it. Nolan Patrick it's, currently is not playing in the NHL. That's wow. incredible. Wow, that's crazy. And I don't know, I don't know if he's hurt or what his deal is, but he does not have any stats, nothing. Damn, that's crazy. And you know what? Those roster changes opened up Faraby to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, more ice time. It seems, or, and play with better, you know, on a better line. So I'm looking forward to see. His, he's got to have at least 25 goals this year, if not more. But we'll see. Well, we're nine games in. I mean. Uh, I think the twenty percent, the twenty percent mark of the season is around fifteen or sixteen games, if my math is right. So, okay, you know, probably in the next within the next two weeks, you know, we're going to have a really good grasp, I think, on what at least we think the Flyers are. And obviously, yeah. in, in seasons past, we've we've come to, I mean, almost February, and we think that they're something, and then they fucking fall flat on their faces. But this just doesn't seem like that team, you know. It just doesn't. No, and- Listen, Jake said it best. I mean, when you cut four of your defensemen, you know, they didn't cut them. Obviously, they got worth for them. But I know, um, but they were so cringy last year, man. Dude, they were oh, they're horrible. So, I don't know, man. Like, Braun's playing good hockey. He was a question yes. mark for me this year. Um, Sanheim, I just, I think Sanheim's the best of the worst. You know what I mean? Of that group that we, you know, we capped. But Ellis is a huge improvement. You got Yandel. I mean, he's still doing it. I love the Sealer kid, too. Yandel looks fine out there. Yeah, he... I can't... I mean, I there's, he has a great pass, man. He gets that puck down the ice. Right. He finds yeah. the people... I just, I just love it, man. It hinges on two things, though, and I've said this. It's Is Carter Hart ready to take the step to be, you know... Yeah an elite goaltender and Drew needs to keep pace. He can't, he can't fall backwards and hide away. He needs to be consistent. Now I'm not saying he needs to have 40 goals and you know, 48 assists or whatever the line is. He just needs to be mm-hmm. a good yeah. player. And remember, we're not, what are we like three, four years off from a hundred points from him? You know, I, he can do it. So I'm okay. excited, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I am too. I, they, so they have two games coming up, and obviously, uh, you know, the next game is is the one team that you know always seems to own them. But let me tell you something. Similar to the NFL and the Chiefs, let me tell you the 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 Penguins aren't what they used to be. Nah, they're. I mean, um, Drew yeah, just Drew's game first game. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Crosby's first game back was last night from wrist surgery. So he's still, you know, he's, he's starting to rack up the mileage on him. Um, Malkin, he's what the fuck is Malkin doing anymore? You know what I mean? Like they're, they're not that dangerous team that you can always consider. They're definitely not. They're, no, they're not so what they want. They're not even close. I'll fucking take it. 
It's still a tough game. They always play that right. Yeah, it will be a tough game. It's a, it's a rivalry game. You know, I get it. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying that they're just not they're not what they used to be. And I, I think that, you know, the Lehman Lehman fan, you know, goes into this looking at. Well, like, I mean, most people don't give a shit about hockey in, in Philly. It's a very weird thing. Um, I, maybe like, you know, of of the if you take the population of people that watch the Eagles, what would you say the percentage of them is, are people that actually like the Flyers? Forty percent. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of Eagles fans are Eagles fans, right? That's that's like it. You know what I mean? Like, there's diehard Eagles fans. You know that covers up a lot more than like the scale of like the four for four fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like even four for four fans, you know, uh, a lot of them are passive Flyers fans. Yeah, no, hundred percent. The the Flyers are easily the most unlikable team. It's an if, odd thing to me. I, is it because people just don't get hockey or they don't like? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I who I, I, I just think it's it's hockey's the least relatable sports. You know, just because. Basketball, it's easy to play. A lot of people play little league baseball growing up. Football is football. You know, not that many people played hockey, you know, in the street or on the ice. You know, like people just didn't do it. Right. In so you're opinion, saying people I, just don't I, I understand it, it because they just don't, they can't relate to it because they haven't been like, they haven't played hockey. Yeah. They haven't been in like the hockey culture very long. Like they're not like familiar with, you know, the, the sport essentially. So that's just my opinion. I don't know if that's true or not, but no, I, I mean, mean it's, I think it's that's definitely the case. Yeah, I, was, I think I, was I think arguing, it, Go ahead, Kenny. I'm sorry. I was I was I think it was my nephews. They're like 12 and 11 now. But I was arguing with them mm-hmm. because they were like, "Oh, like hockey's stupid, right?" And I'm like, "Well, it's just because you don't understand it, right?" Like you, there's constant emotion, like when you watch a hockey yeah. game, right? Like in football, yes. there's what well, I think they ran that. There's like seven minutes of actual gameplay, right? But it's not a downtime. Yeah, so just in like, hockey, like you know, your heart's pumping because they're in the defensive zone. Your heart's pumping because they're in the offensive zone. So it's just constant. You know, that's where I'm at. Like, it's just constant. Like, you can always find something that's going on, and it, it's just enjoyable. So I, I think you're right. I just don't think it's it's like a cultural thing. Like, a lot of people didn't pick up hockey sticks and pucks and go fucking skate. You know what I mean? It was, oh, mm-hmm. basketball is easy. Football is easy. Baseball, you know, yeah. for all that. Yeah. Well, but they do have the they have the Capitals on Saturday, and that's going to be the test. Yeah, the Capitals Capitals are are definitely still still around, still legit, and you know, I, I like like anything else in 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 Philadelphia, not just Philadelphia, in any other in any other city. What what brings people to to the to the sport is um, you know just it being around and uh, I think that the fact that ESPN and TNT and other major networks are are finally starting to buy into the NHL I think that that's actually yeah. going to make a big difference. Um, that is going to make a big yeah, difference. Yeah, getting, getting it back out to people and you know what else On makes ESPN a big difference? And TNT, you're right. Yeah, and you know what else makes a big difference? Wins. So if yeah. this team starts to if yeah. this team starts to win some games and they start to get some you know some some weight around around Philly you know the maybe maybe people will start to pay attention. You're absolutely a bit. right. Yep. Winning winning solves everything. It really is true though. It definitely it definitely at least puts a filter yeah. on it. That's for sure. It does. Absolutely. It's the only thing that matters. So, so um, you know, we have we have the Flyers. They have two games before our next pod. We'll see what they do. Uh, Pittsburgh and Washington. Next, 
The Sixers. Boo. Are you booing Ben or what are you booing? I'm just I'm booing basketball as a whole in Philadelphia right now. It's it's not even enjoyable. You're a hater already. You're hating on basketball. Uh, I think most people are a little fed up with the whole Ben Simmons saga. Jake, I'm uh, I'm I'm fed up, but I'm fed up with the Sixers. I, I don't think I've watched more than a few minutes of the Sixers, man. It's just I have such a bad taste in my mouth. It's not even because of the Ben Simmons saga as much. It's just the the overall culture of that team, man. It's just the the the. Way, the after last year's playoff run, I guess it is the Ben Simmons thing, and well, like just to how how they how they deteriorated in front of our eyes last spring or last summer, and just like they, it's the same team coming back. It's like what what are we doing? This we're just going to run it back. We're going to lose in the second round of the playoffs, and that's going to be that. In my opinion, the Ben the Ben Simmons thing, what it did. For me, and I think Jake, you might relate with this, is that it just did not allow me to get excited about basketball, right? Because it, it just was such a major yeah. distraction, and it was just like it's just, it just doesn't make any sense to me at all that this grown ass man can't, you know, sack it up. Yeah. It, so it just it left a taste in my mouth. I just listen. I'll I'll watch it. I'll I'll gamble it. I'll you know. I mean, it just it's not a priority for me right now. One of the things I think is interesting about every all of this is that I, I think that something that's not being talked about and something that no one really is thinking of is um, the bad taste. That, you know, you're talking about the bad taste that Ben is leaving on everybody, but I I think that's something that is discounted is the bad taste that the playoff run left last year. Oh, absolutely. But like, what was the driving force of that? Right. You can, you could argue, you could argue Ben. I mean, that's kind of hard to blame everything on him, but you know, I, I, I hear that. It was a lot. It was a lot on him and doc and Tobias Harris, you know, and they blew what three games when they're up 20 points and to what was a perceived inferior Atlanta Hawks team. Can't fucking have that. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like that. I think that that I think that there's a little bit of a playoff hangover in Philly regarding the Sixers because the Ben thing kind of bridged like bridged us back to that loss. Like if if the Ben thing, even even though like I don't think the Ben thing is necessarily even about Ben. I think it's about the playoffs and he because he is like. I'm serious. Like it's because of that. It's, it just takes us right back to why we feel that way. And, and that series was so awful. And yeah, I mean, that is a walking reminder of, of that, of what happened he, he, and everything that he's done since and continues to, to do this to this day, it just leaves a sour taste in, you know, the majority of the fan base. And it's, it sucks. Cause like, you know, you want to have every team you want to root for, you know, but this team right now is just hard to root for in my, in my opinion. Yeah. And, it, and it's, but they're still, still, they're still, you know, one of our four teams and we'll see what happens with them. But it's just like, I, I I'm kind of with Kenny, what he said, I think he worded it correctly. Like they're, they're, they're not high up on my priority list right now. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. I mean, I, I cause I agree. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not like blocking my schedule to watch every Sixers game. You know what I mean? Like I'm checking in on them. I'm watching them. I'm betting on them, you know, like I, that's fine, but you know, it's not what it was. And I think that that, 
I, I think that that'll come around again. They've only played seven games, uh, you know, so it's it's yeah. a young season. We're all, you know, we're all focused yep. on the on the on the Eagles right now, and you know, mm-hmm. the Sixers and the Sixers and Flyers will take over for us, you know, probably toward December when you know when we when we really kind of just chalk up the Eagles as what they are. Um, but, Absolutely. You know, one of the cool things is that the the Sixers are actually like good. And they're like they're leading the league. They're leading the league in um, in in uh, shooting from the field. They're forty nine percent. They're they're hey, too- look who they beat. <laughs> Kenny, that doesn't have anything to do with shooting percentage. There's no contending defense on those teams, though. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, the Knicks are the Knicks suck. No, the Knicks are good. They lost that game. Okay, but they but do they suck? No. All right. So I guess all I'm saying is like it's not that they played nobody. Right? Look at their wins. It's all I'm saying. uh, They beat Atlanta. Atlanta's a good team. Where? They went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Because the Sixers didn't do shit, Jake. (laughs) You walked right into that one. Well, okay. No, so the Portland, the Portland win last, the Portland win last night was bad. No, I get your point. All I'm saying is, it's just, it's so fucking tough to just even care. It's, it's, really it's early. It's early. It's early. It it's too early for the Sixers. It, it just really is. And it's you're true. right. They are shooting. They are shooting really well. They are. There's no. There's no denying that. But like, I, I don't but care that they beat up games on Thunder. Fucking thunder! Get them out of the league. That's fine. I'm just saying. Seattle man. They lead the league. They lead the league from the field, and they lead the league in uh, free throw percentage, which is refreshing. Well, you know why, right? Ben's not on the team. Yeah, exactly. At least not to bring down the free throw percentages, anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I just, I think you're right, though, man. Like the playoff run ran its course, right? And that like was extremely disappointing. And then, rough. and then every day since, well, I don't know when did he start crying, like August. Yeah, it was over the summer. So yeah, every day since the summer, he's just—it's just a constant reminder of like how he is not made for Philadelphia, right? Like he, I'm just done with the guy, man. And yeah. to sit here and be like, oh, I have mental issues. I can't be with the team. And then it clearly has nothing to do with mental issues. He's using it as an excuse not to play basketball for the Sixers. Yeah, because it actually just came out today, I think, that um, there's a report that said he has de- uh, you know, denied any type of help from, from the organization. Yeah. So if you really were suffering from mental issues, you would get the help that you would need, one would think, right? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I've never been down that road before. But uh, well, I'll tell you, when I need a therapist, I call the fucking therapist and I talk to the therapist about what is going on. Right? Yes. Yes. So yeah. therefore, he's a liar and a fake, and I hate him. <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue anybody that hates Ben because the, all the reasons are there. You know. Yeah. So listen, they they have four games before we come back. Uh, Give them to me. What do they got? You know, so they have they have two against the Bulls. Which, if you want some tests, there's some tests. They Bulls got are home, good. They got a home and a home and home with the Bulls. They got one against Detroit, which is a whatever, and and they got <laughs> one stinks. against the Knicks. So they got three out of the four games yeah, are, are against legit teams. 
So yep. we'll start seeing what they're made of. Yeah, the next four games we're getting closer again. The with the with basketball, we're we're gonna hit the twenty percent mark right around fifteen games. So in about two weeks, just like hockey, we're gonna have a better idea of what the Sixers are capable of, and then you can decide if you want to be in or out, Kenny. No, listen. There's piece of shit, Kenny. Jake said it best though. Like they're they're a playoff team. There's no way they don't make the playoffs, right? I agree. So there's just now we're just watching to make sure that they can close out games and that they can, you know, continue yeah, to shoot better. Yeah, exactly. And we'll get there. Twenty twenty five percent. It's a good mark. I just what yeah. they didn't add anyone that really was like, oh, this they no, they, they they're focusing on this. And yeah. one would argue they're like, oh well, Isaiah Joe is going to be, you know, and. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> How many yeah. times does a guy blow, like light up preseason and then it doesn't pan off, out to the next year? Yep, it happens every every sport preseason everywhere across the whole world. Yeah, it so, never matters preseason. No, preseason is a joke. Well, you sim that like shit in every game you play. <laughs> what is that? Is it just like you are? Oh, <laughs> shots. All right, so listen. Late, I'm just I'm just starting to take pot shots. <laughs> so okay. listen, now we're we're at the we're at my favorite part of the podcast uh, where we get to talk about the gambling. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes, picker. So last week, last week, um, Kenny had been on a nice roll. Uh, he hit some resistance last week. He um he went one and two. He had the Bengals minus ten. Ooh. Fucking he had, he had he had the Titans minus one, which was a dub. Um, luckily, Barely. luckily, and um, and then he had the Bucks minus five, which mm. also yikes. By the way, I think it's and I've said this the last two weeks. I gotta stop betting the Bucks because they are not they're not they're not covering. They're not covering. Nope. Just like you told me to stop bet, betting the Browns. Yeah. yeah, I bet the Browns three times. They've lost every time. <laughs> uh, so my Dude. picks, my picks last week. Uh, I went three and zero last week. I had wow. the Packers. I had the Packers uh, plus the touchdown. I said if you're giving Aaron Rodgers a touchdown, I'm taking it every single time. And they won the game outright against the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, uh, but who 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 didn't play in that game that was supposed to play? Uh, everyone for pack for the Packers. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. They had no the wide receivers. Had yeah, that's that's what I think. That's why I think the Cardinals are a fucking fraud, man. I don't know if they're a fraud, but I just don't think they're as good as people think. Like the NFL is is full of of minds like that. The, the NFL is full of landmines, and the team. The team that everyone always thinks is the greatest because of the record is never the team that wins the Super Bowl. Nah, yeah, you can almost throw the record out the window, right? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's just such a long season. There's so much ebb and flow to it. You know, you, like you said, landmines. You are going to step on a few during the like along the way. Yeah, like, and it's war just of attrition too. Like they're going to get injured. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they just lost. They JJ just lost Watt. a lot for the season. Yeah. Right? Kyler Murray, he's having some injuries already. These, you know, so yep. it's just, God, we're not even halfway through the season yet. You exactly. know, we're just hitting the halfway mark. So, yep. Um, yeah, we'll see. So yeah, I had Packers plus seven. That was a win. Uh, Seattle minus bet. three. I told, I told Kenny, I Easy said that bet. was disrespectful. 
uh, with the Jags coming into town, that was disrespectful, and the Seahawks thought the same. They crushed the Jaguars. And I had the Giants plus 10 against the Chiefs, and I told you, Kenny, last week, I said no one should be getting 10 points from the Chiefs, and uh, it panned out to be correct. Good bets. Yeah, Serena. yeah, yeah. So, so this week Kenny. we have our we have our guest star. We have our guest Fuck star you, Jake. Jake. Yeah, in the yeah, house, man, baby. Let's go. And Jake, Jake gave us three picks, so I'm going to give out Jake's picks now. So, uh, first pick is in the NFL. Jake likes. Well, we'll go. We'll go NCAA first since it happens first. Yeah. Well, Jake yeah, likes let's... Georgia minus thirty nine and a half. Boo! I. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I never lay. I hate, hate laying high numbers like that. But Georgia is they they just shut every single team out, and Missouri is terrible. So I'm confident in that pick. I think that might be my my pick of the week. I, I oh. think you're I think you're spot on with this one, Jake, because Missouri's defense is atrocious, and they've they gave up 62 to Tennessee. Yeah, like it's going to be like 60, 62 to like nothing. I think it's going to they be might not like score either. 60. Yeah. Well, Nah, it's, it's going to be like 61 nothing. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's his first pick. Georgia minus 39 and a half. I think that's a lock. I love that pick. Um, the <laughs> next two picks are on Sunday in the NFL. He's got the Bengals minus two and a half. Bounce back. Yep. Bounce back game. They got embarrassed at the Jets. They're going to come back at home. Division rival. Take care of business. Yep. Against the two Browns. and a half. I'll lay that. Yep. Against Cleveland. And. Uh, other pick is also in the NFL, the Saints under 42 and a half. Matt this, fucking Ryan. Guy, this fucking guy comes on the podcast and gives us an over under number. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It's the first over under pick of the year, Jake. Good, good for you. <laughs> Are you, uh, you guys strictly do the spread. Okay. I, don't know. A, yeah, I love it. I love yeah, it. I do. I was just, well, I didn't know that we were doing the picks. Um, thanks, guys, for vetting me beforehand. I love it. Um, yeah. yeah, that's but, the whole beat of the podcast. <laughs> I know. Uh, so I was just looking draw. at Fanduel real quick. And Matt Ryan on the road against against uh, New Orleans. Like, I'll take I'll take my chances with the under. I hope I go three and zero. I'd like to be. I'd like to win the celebrity guest picker. What's the prize? Their prize? Uh, yeah, yeah, very yeah. we'll really good prize. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> A gift card to Denny's. Good luck finding one. <laughs> Grand Slam, baby. <laughs> yeah, Grand Slam. Uh, Kenny, Kenny has uh, three picks. Um, Kenny really went outside of the wheelhouse. Well, not wheelhouse, but he went outside of the uh, norm and is going NHL. We have an NHL alert for uh, like it. T- Thursday night. Kenny is riding the Flyers money line against the Pittsburgh Penguins. They gotta win that. It's a big game to win. So Kenny's calling. Okay. Kenny's calling it early. Uh, the Flyers are already in a must-win situation. I didn't say that, bitch. <laughs> you know this is the shit you fucking do. You know, <laughs> I quit. Kenny. Kenny also is going to the Eagles game on Sunday, and he is taking the Chargers <laughs> minus one and a half. That is sickening. <laughs> that is absolutely Joe, sickening. Joe's gonna kill you, Kenny. <laughs> I know. Yeah, fuck him. And uh, he has also his third pick is also in the NFL, and it is the Packers plus one. Packers plus one against the Chiefs. That's a that's a weird line. Uh, that's a, that's a Chiefs line to me, but I don't know. Whatever. Packers have been covering all year. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, Jake. I think you're right. Are they are they uh, undefeated against the spread? 
I think they are. They've uh, they've honestly been like covering. Oh, pr- I think, not probably not that game. New Orleans game. That was a that nah, was a bloodbath. But it was probably. I think other count. than that, yeah. I think they're seven and one against the spread. I think that might be true. Um. So Kenny bringing taking the taking the point against Kansas City in Kansas City. I don't know. Good luck, Kenny. I don't like it. Good luck. I don't like you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Jake. Thanks for coming on, man. It was awesome. But where are your picks? I gave you my fucking picks. You don't listen. Know, fuck you. Hey, wait. Before we actually, get off, oh, oh, I didn't. I didn't. Well, I have to. I have to. I have to thank you guys. Thank you for having me on. It was fun to do this, man. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, we're gonna try to switch it up a little bit, and we'll get more people on here. But we'll, yeah. we'll bring it back, even though I hate oh. your fucking face. <sighs> Actually, whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny was right. I did not give you my picks. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm I'm all in the NFL this weekend. I got Denver plus nine and a half. Mm-hmm. I got Minnesota plus five and a half, and I got the Giants plus two and a half. The Giants at Dogs. home against the Ra- home against the Raiders. Um, Fuck the Raiders. Minnesota's on the road against Baltimore. I think five and a half is not is uh, is it's too low. Uh, so I'm thinking that's a that's a that's a Minnesota line. And I I think Denver getting nine and a half against Dallas. I think that that's too high. Honestly, I think that line should be around seven. So where's like that game value. at? It's in Dallas. Dak plays. Yeah. Hey, it depends um, on Dak. Two things. Two things. If you're a professional athlete and you don't get an uber or a lyft or oh, hire a driver yeah you're a fucking asshole and secondly a new Dude, development just dropped that. from that from that that crash i don't know if you guys saw this i just happened to stumble across it there's video of rugs after the accident sitting on the curb while the car was on fire with the woman and the dog in it oh, so he's he's just damn. sitting on the curb watching this car Damn! Uh, on fire. So he didn't, he didn't again, try to. He didn't try to go in there. Nope. Damn. Didn't do so, that's messed up, man. Oh, it God, just lends it, it, gruesome, it lends man. itself to the fact of the matter is, even if you're not a professional athlete, yeah. it's just not worth it. <laughs> just get the fucking Uber. Leave your car. Pick it up the next day. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, um, the one of the wide receivers, pr- pr- I guess you could call him a star wide receiver for the for the Raiders, uh, was uh, allegedly DUI um, in a serious car accident in Las Vegas, uh, and high speed rear ended uh, uh, someone, and um, yeah, I, he killed someone uh, in a car. So. Um, yeah, never, never, ever uh, a good a good choice. So um, it sucks. It's a fucked up situation. That's that's really bad, dude. That's a terrible, yeah. terrible video. Terrible scenario. Like, oh god. Yeah. Thanks for ending it on a good note. Way Kenny. to end it. Way to end it, Kenny. Yeah. Way to end it on a positive. That was a fucking you know, bomb, you know, man. Wow. Good good energy that we get to leave with. Fuck you, Jake. <laughs> also, Chargers minus one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kidding me? You gave me kidding me? All right, oh, good comeback. Yeah, Listen man, here. Philly sports yep. love and pain. We had a guest star, Jake. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thank you, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you guys next week, man. See you guys. Thanks, Jake. Ah, fuck you.
<laughs> yes, I can pay the 